1: Welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show. We are in hour number two, and I'm honored to be here with you, filling in for Bruce Hooley, who's going to be back soon because he's going to be healed and whole and completely healthy and delivering the incredible commentary I know you look forward to and I love. Uh, I miss coming here on Fridays and being on the phone with him, so we're going to have to work something out to get him on the uh, get him here on the phone line talking with us at some point this week. Speaking of this week, uh, tomorrow I'll have Dr. Mark Claussen from Cedarville University. He's going to break down what's going on in Israel. Working on General Michael Flynn for the same topic, Thursday I'll have Congressman Warren Davidson. He'll weigh in on the speaker's race, what's going on in our nation's capital, and I certainly prize his opinion on Israel and also working on Congressman Jim Jordan, that might be a hard get because I think he's about to become Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. But I can tell you who I have on the phone line right now.
0: Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
1: <laughs> you know what that means? That means no one other than the Bob France is on the line. Bob, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning, sir?
2: I have been playing Cyrus on my radio program (laughs) for 26. 26 years now i mean literally when i first started in broadcasting that is just a cult classic favorite movie of mine it's uh, uh in such an iconic line it was picked up by shaquille o'neal and so many other people in pop culture and in sports that was a great intro thank you jack
1: hey you're welcome i love it i i, I heard it first on your show i'm i've lived that much with my head in the sand and in a hole um <laughs> but bob by the way is uh am 1420 the answer Always Right Radio with Bob France. He's my partner in crime with, uh, on Run It Back with Bob and Jack, a podcast that you're going to see more of. But, Bob, you also have a new TV show. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, I do. Thanks for it. I mean, it isn't, it isn't live yet. Um, it will actually launch, as will the network, on uh, Roku TV, which people need to understand, uh, on October 24th. You don't have to have a Roku device. Roku TV is a streaming channel. It's a, it's a fast channel, which means it's free ad-supported television. Uh, that's what fast stands for. So it's not like a subscription. Right now, the True Blue streaming network that I have been working with and for doing a police, uh, driven television program, that's a subscription channel. Uh, it's just called True Blue, which you can go to watch True Blue without the E's. T-R-U-B-L-U. No E's on the ends of those words. But, um, Anyway, I've been doing a police-centric show, uh, you know, law enforcement-centric show on that channel as a streaming pay-for subscription service. But starting on the 24th, we launch on the Roku channel, which you can watch on any smart TV, any, you know, through any Roku device or Fire Stick device or anything else. And True Blue is going to be completely free. And it's a, it's a, it's an interview podcast-style show. <clears throat> in which we do deep dives with people. It's going to be called, in fact, it is called, we're taping it as we speak, strictly speaking with Bob Brantz. And again, it'll launch on uh, the 24th and um, we're interviewing politicians, entertainers, comedians, uh, musicians, country stars, uh, authors, just, I mean, just, it runs the gamut Uh, athletes. And uh, it's off to a great start, we've got about six or seven full shows already ready to go when we launch on the 24th. So, Really, really excited about it. Looking forward to uh, reaching out a whole, reaching, you know, an entire nationwide um, audience of, of TV viewers who uh, can watch the Roku channel. So uh, we're very excited about it.
1: That's awesome. It's strictly speaking with Bob France. Uh, Premier is the 24th, and uh, man, and, and you can get it on Roku. Uh, Bob, what's on your mind today? I, we, you and I have talked a lot about issue one. Uh, we have an, just an incredible biblical proportion crisis in israel uh, we have uh, some crazy stuff going on around the state of ohio uh, what's on your mind today
2: i'm trying to figure out jack why there is so much anti-semitism around the globe um when it, when it, as it pertains to jews and israel in particular now we all know that the population of israel is not restricted to jews it's, it's the overwhelming majority but uh, there's roughly two million or so non-jews who live in israel christians arabs Muslims, and so forth, and um, and some Palestinians, too. But, you know, as we watched that horror unfold on Saturday, and the horror that continued on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday from the United States of America's response to it, it was almost as horrible as the atrocities, the murders, the rapes, the, the torture, the kidnapping of women and children that have been taken hostage now by the Palestinians, almost as horrible was the response by the United States. And it just kind of has me wondering why uh, around the globe there is so much anti-Semitism, because Palestinian groups in other countries around the globe, Jack, took the attack on Israel as the green light to start attacking synagogues and Jews in their own countries where they are. And I'm just trying to figure out why for literally millennia. You know, we're talking 3,000 years old, this persecution of, of, of Jews. Um, and, and I'm trying to figure out why here in the United States, the most staunch ally of Israel, we are responding in such a cowardly fashion mm. with the secretary of state in charge of our diplomatic policy around the globe, their response to the murder of over a 1,000 Israelis and the injuring of 3,000 and the capture of hundreds of hostages was ceasefire. We should have a ceasefire because, you know, we don't want to hurt any innocent civilians and women and children in Gaza. Never mind the women and children that were tortured and have been and are being held hostage now from Israel, but we should, everybody should stop shooting at each other here and stop bombing each other here because, you know, women and children on the other side. And, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Are, are you telling me that if the United States was invaded and they were dropping bombs on us, you would say, let's not fight back because we might hurt some people who are innocent on the other side? But that's what they're saying about Israel. And Jack, I'm just beside myself with any suggestion that the Israelis Israelis would be to blame for any collateral damage in Gaza when the blame would fall squarely on the shoulders of Hamas of the Palestinians who started this whole thing and then hid among a civilian population to avoid being you know to being hit, avoid being hit back if there's any collateral damage any loss of innocent life on the side on, in Gaza that blood is on the hands of Hamas just as the Israeli blood is
1: i think that you're onto something and well, first of all uh, I'm going to say – I don't know that I have the answer, but I think I have the answer to your question. Why so much anti-Semitism? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because there was a guy named Abraham, and God said to him, I will give you a land and I will give you a people. And look, we live in a world where they don't want you to be binary at all. I'm going to be really binary here. You stand, of, you stand in one of two positions every second of every day in this world. You are either with the creator or you're with the enemy. Unfortunately, we live in a postmodern world where people falsely believe that there is no good and there is no evil. There is no right. There is no wrong. There's no objective truth. Everything is subjective. And that's a lie. And when you buy into that lie, you don't stand with the creator. You stand with the enemy. So why anti-Semitism? Because people hate good. Because if they acknowledge good— they have to acknowledge. I think evil. that's well said.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I think that's well said. And of course, the individuals who carried out this atrocity, which they have been carrying out on Israel since it was, you know, affirmed as a, as, a, as a recognized nation in 1947, 1948. Um, they don't believe in the Creator. They don't believe in the Creator of Abraham. They don't believe the cre- in the Creator of, of humanity. They believe in something different called Allah, and that's fine. Everybody is entitled to their own beliefs. But to attack um, the Jewish people in the state that was, you know, that was essentially affirmed. It's not yeah, people like to say it was when it was created. No, 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 no. The Holy Land was created for the Jewish people. Like I said at the beginning of time, in, in the millennia, millennia ago, but it was affirmed by you know the united nations and multiple nations around the globe back in 1948 and they have been being attacked for their very existence jack ever since yep. and that is the exact opposite of believing in the creator that is embracing evil that's embracing satan and i think that's what they do
1: and bob i don't know how this happens every time it, it, there's the music <laughs> We're, we are we are square out of time hey uh come back and join me later this week cuz i want to talk more about this topic thanks for joining me today love, bob would love to you got it hey back on the other side of this break Bruce Hooley Show. Welcome back to the final segment of the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, Editor in Chief of the Ohio Press Network. If you're not reading news daily from the Ohio the Ohio Press Network, get over to theohiopressnetwork.com, and subscribe to the Daily News Update. Thank you, Brandon Hogue, candidate for school board in Big Walnut School District. Thank you, Troy Jeffrey, current board member and uh, candidate for reelection to Buckeye Valley School Board. Both candidates believe in school safety, parental choice, and the fact that schools should teach, not indoctrinate. Big decisions coming up, and in those districts, you got two winners there, Brandon Hogue, Troy Jeffrey. Thank you to Bob France for talking Israel. You can tune in to Bob's show daily on 1420 AM, The Answer. Be sure to catch Bob's new TV show, Strictly Speaking with Bob France, premiering October 24th on Roku. I opened the phone lines, and uh, I have a caller. He's a friend of the show, and he's Ladd from Delaware County. Lad, welcome back to The Bruce Uly Show. How are you this morning, man? Actually, this afternoon.
3: Hey, Jack. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, What's on your mind today? We've got a lot going on. We've got school board races. We've got issue one. We've got Israel. Uh, What do you want to vibe about today?
3: You know, I'm not going to be able to compete with those excellent board candidates um, or you on issue one or Bob on Israel. Um, So maybe I'd I'd, uh, close with the the Cleveland Browns. Maybe (laughs) maybe we can talk about that.
1: (laughs) Let's talk about the Brownies, man. So um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Because i got a thought. I, I, I've got some stats to throw down for you. Okay. You throw down uh, the stats, and then I'm want- going to give you my emotional, visceral reaction. Go ahead.
3: Excellent. Deshaun Watson, quarterback rating 87.8, <clears throat> has completed 64% of his passes, four touchdowns, two interceptions, kept himself out of the last game. Um, the Browns are 2-2. Two and two. Baker Mayfield. Quarterback rating 101.5 has completed 70% of his passes, 87 of 125, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Buccaneers are three and one. I got to say that in the history of really bad Browns decisions, booting Baker out and bringing Deshaun in, not looking too good.
1: So, thank you for that. We're actually, I think, on the same side of the, the aisle on this one. I'm going to say this. I, was, I don't get to watch a lot of football. We are super busy every day in the Windsor household. But over the weekend, Whitney and I had some time, just the two of us, and we tuned in and watched some football. And uh, I got to watch that uh, Dallas Cowboys game, San Francisco 49ers game, some of it. Bro. Browns are going to get cleaned this weekend. The line yesterday was only three points. And I'm going, are those people going to vote yes for issue two? Because they must be smoking weed. I, because I, I, I think the 49ers are going to win by three touchdowns. Their defense is phenomenal. Um, Purdy is, is maybe the premier quarterback in the league right now and, and still doesn't get you know maybe the accolades he deserves. How do you see that game? Ending this week. Uh, my
3: prediction for that game is pain, uh, <laughs> a lot of pain on the Browns' side. <laughs> I mean, if it, it, there, there's a coaching issue there, you, you've got a guy last weekend filling in for Deshaun Watson. He's he's what 21, 22 years old, and he looked very it. green. Yes, just learning how to uh, learning the NFL. You've got good running backs and an offensive line built for Nick Chubb why do you throw the ball all the time yep. they they ran the ball got 7 yards on first down threw an incompletion on second second and 3 and then threw an interception on third and 3 i mean that's what are they thinking so it's it's not it's not only that deshaun is not worth 230 million dollars but i don't think the coaching staff there really can um Coach to the talent that they have, the the resources that they have, and my my prediction is is a long season. And this this trade or this uh, free agency uh, bringing Deshaun Watson in is going to go down in history as one of the biggest boondoggles in in the Browns' history of
1: boondoggles. So a couple of things there, Stefanski. I've believed for a long time gets too cute. That's what I call it. You get too cute. Yeah. You just go. You know, I'm going to try to outthink you. Don't don't don't. Just do what works. Do more of what works until they stop it, right? And, uh, I mean, that's the easy route when you're struggling. But I think Deshaun Watson had a chance last week, uh, before the bye week, the week before the bye week. He had a chance. He had his best performance as a Cleveland Brown the week prior. And he had a chance to come out and do two things. Do it again. And three... Get some of what people, I think, in retrospect, loved about Baker Mayfield, which was that dude put his body on the line every single week. I mean, he was torn up. He had broken bones, and he went out there. Now, people criticize, oh, you're so selfish. No, he's a warrior. He wanted to get it done, and he believed in himself. I think if Deshaun Watts – I think he had a chance to go out, get it done, and maybe perform well, and perform well maybe not at his best. And I think it's interesting. I don't think that Kevin Stefanski had to come out and say, "Well, Deshaun Watson was cleared to play." He made the decision, but but he knows his own body. <laughs> Do you think that was Stefanski <laughs> throwing him under the bus? It, it was a little bit, and it it is
3: it is good that uh, you know guy can be a warrior. <clears throat> but one problem that Deshaun is going to have is if he lowers his shoulders and takes really hard Lamar Jackson type of hits. He's not going to last for 17 games. Right. And and I think we saw he did take a lot of hits on that game. Was it the Titans where he played really well? Yes. Um, he took took a lot of hard hits. He he lowered his shoulder, took on tackler's head on, got hit really hard. I don't think that's very smart. You want your quarterback to last the whole season and all through the playoffs and there's no way that happens. So I think I think the cute comment with Stefanski is is spot on. I mean that's why we went for it on fourth down so many times instead of kicking field goals last year, which cost us a couple of games. Yep. And that's why he does a lot of other things. It's just
1: kind of a mess up there. Well, I think sometimes when you get behind, it's like the gambling phenomenon, right? People lose a boatload of money when they get behind in gambling, gambling, and they go, i gotta, I got to make up a little bit more. So I'm going to do a little more. And then that's how you really get in the hole. I think that's what Stefanski does. I think he feels like, I've got to do something, so let me do this and, and it's it's too cute. All right. We've got about a minute here. And I, I would be remiss if you didn't weigh in on this, because I know you have a, a lot of political brains in your head. Issue one, do you think it passes or fails and why?
3: Boy, I tell you, I don't know. Um, I, I will see. I will say I see a lot of momentum on the no um, position. Um, pastors in Delaware County and other areas who are giving out gobs of no signs um, can't keep them in stock. Uh, board members who talk to me about going door to door, people are asking them for their no signs Where, where do I get these? Mm. Um, we have people like you who are have informed opinions and are who are discussing it on on the air um there there 's just a lot of momentum on the no side, but I just don 't know i mean it 's you know after that after that debacle in august, i just don 't have any confidence that people will understand what that issue is about, what the ramifications are, and how extreme the opposite position is. Um, so I I have hope. I've got a sign in my yard, and so do my neighbors. And, and some of my neighbors who don't normally put out political signs have them in their yards,
1: too. That's encouraging. I'm with you. It feels like a crapshoot to me, but I do have hope, and sometimes hope returns favor, and so we're going to pray for that. Hey, lad, thanks for the call today, man. Thanks, Jack. Keep up the good work. Thanks, brother. Hey, uh, that's all for today. I'll be back tomorrow filling in for Bruce Hooley on 98.9 FM. The answer, Jack Windsor, over and out.